Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. Here, we are looking to help Wild Rift players new and old to improve their game by creating a library of important information that is easily accessible for anyone who wants to up their skill. You can follow us in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Links to all of these can be found using our link tree available in the podcast description. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can reach out to Hispanic Link in Discord, or you can check out our Patreon via our link tree. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12, I think, of the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. That's super excited. Are, are, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We're live. Are, are we recording? Hello? Hello. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Wild Rift podcast. Oh, my God. My, my brain. <laughs> Is anybody there? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> If you haven't started a blooper, a blooper reel yet, you're you're gonna start. Yeah, it's true. I'm giving you such free, such high quality content for free. Not one penny, right? You, you gotta be, you gotta be saving this. Not asking for a single cent. No, yet. All right, sound off. Who do we got here today? I'm Hispanic Link. I am one of your hosts of the League of Learning Wild Earth podcast. We should really kind of try and see if we can set an order so that. We don't do popcorn style every week. It would be ideal, yeah. But I'm I'm Ryan Chunko, artist formerly known as Canon. You're Chunko, but currently known as Chunko for the foreseeable future. Forever no, forever more known as Chunko. Yeah. yeah. All right, who's that talking? Who's chatting? It's D Cleve. Hi, D Cleve. How are you doing? I had a bad day. Why? Tell us about it. I'm sorry you had a bad day, but I'm glad you're here. Nobody cares. Just continue. <laughs> he lost a bunch of games <laughs> of Magic. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> oh, what's the difference between Magic and League? Nothing. We're losing games either way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and last but not least. I'm Emily. Holy shit, it's Emily. Hello. Hi, Emily. Hello. How you doing? No, our most popular host, backed up by zero data, by all the data actually. <laughs> you know what? I'll even post in the Discord sometime soon and be like, "Vote who's your favorite podcast host." Yeah, we'll do a poll. Yeah, <laughs> Emily, I'm I'm like willing to bet money on this. Like, I'll put ten dollars on this right now. You will get the most votes, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> so last episode we spent like 40 minutes shooting the shit before we got into the show so let's <laughs> not shoot the shit before we get into the show yeah let's do that again is what you're saying yeah this time we're gonna aim for for an hour all right buckle in guys this is a long episode all right so let's start with everybody's favorite section because that's where of course we should obviously pick up and that's emily how many team boosts do you have <laughs> You're muted. Hey, you're muted. <laughs> uh, I took a drink. I forgot to. I thought she was playing hard to get. <laughs> no, actually, so I this is a good experiment for me because I can hear her in the other room. So I heard her talking, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's a delay. And then I saw the mute icon was just not leaving. I'm like, eh. <laughs> anyways, I had looked this up, and I've already forgotten. So I'm trying to look it up again, but it's 30-something. What? Mm-hmm. No, we haven't played that many games. Yeah. It was either 33 or 38 or something. So hold on. It's finally letting me in again. 
33. That's crazy. She's been grinding. Holy shit, dude. I, for one, am very proud of you. And also, like, we've literally, because of this podcast, got to watch the progression. We've played 50 games in, like, four or five weeks. And for you, that's pretty good. A lot of games. Yeah. For Antonio, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was hanging out with my buddy Chris or Agresio, and I was like, listen, man, I don't think I got another 18 game day in me. I just, I don't think I can do it. I don't got the muscles or the drive anymore. Why? I am but an old, hardened veteran that can't live in the war days anymore. Why? Yeah, you're right. I'm sure given enough lack of energy and lack of drive, I could waste an entire day playing League again. Uh, you know what? It wasn't a waste. It was a good day. It's one of my fonder memories. I'll say you really don't. Okay, fine. I will. And so I feel about the current world and political climate that... No. No, not gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have any current opinions. I'm a little, little burnt out for that one today. And that's okay. We're making it. A shout out to all our listeners and all our different locations that people are listening to us from uh we have a lot of different countries canada the netherlands united states are our most popular the united kingdom another popular ones of ours and also just i gotta know somebody has listened to our podcast from an unknown location and so i'm not sure how that's possible but if you are unknown location listener out there can tell us how it is possible that your location is unknown that would be pretty cool. Like, are you on a military base? Are you from outer space? Are you from the planet core? Are you from the deep ocean? Are you from the marinara trench? Planet core. The planet core. Now go. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Anybody have any exciting updates on your playtime recently in the app? I know Emily and I have been playing a fuck ton of ARAMs, and it's been really fun. We've been getting a lot of good kills, and Emily's been carrying my ass through some Ws, and I've been tanking her in some Ls, and it's been going mm-hmm. pretty good on that. I don't know about that. I've definitely played some characters that I don't know what's happening. What do you think I've been doing? But you at least have played more characters than I have. I guess that's fair. I wouldn't even say more characters. I've played more hours on specific characters than you have. I mean, that's definitely true. How about you, Emily? Has there been any exciting things that you've done? Didn't you get, like, a a quadra kill recently? I don't remember. I feel (laughs) like we did and that you got... Because we were talking about how one of the new things is after you get out of a game, you can possibly have these new icons on your friends list. You can see, like, if they got a quadra, there's a little four next to their thing. If you see that they were MVP, there's a little MVP. And I'm pretty sure we had a four next to your name recently. So I'm pretty sure you got a quadra kill. At some point, I think so, yeah. I just don't remember. It apparently wasn't memorable. I know it was an ARAM. Yeah. For her, it was also a Tuesday. <laughs> Honestly, Dave, you're not wrong. I do think it was Tuesday, but that's okay. <laughs> it might have been Tuesday. <laughs> and that's all it was to her. Just another day playing games. All right, Dave, Ryan, what you, what you got? Any exciting playtime recently? Dave, you go first. Not, not much. I played a little bit around. I kept getting Kaisa. That's Ryan's best character. You think so? Just really, un- really unfun in ARAM for the opponents. Well, you play it really different in ARAM. You build full AP, and you max uh, W. I mean, you can do that in, in uh, Summoner's Rift, too, if you're feeling frisky. That's exceptionally frisky. But yeah, that's all That's all I've been doing. What is the build? You build... You start tier, you build Ludens, and then Nasher's Tooth, uh, Horizon Focus, and then I usually build Wit's End, so I get all three evolved. Spicy. Yeah. I think I won both of those games too. Let me see. AP Kaiso P. 15, 6, and 27, 18, 8, and 18. Yeah, I won both. You mean you're such a, a silly champion. Yeah. Alright, Ryan, how about you? I haven't played much. I've been uh, very busy with work this week, so hoping to play more this week. I know we played a little bit together on Sunday, I think. How'd we do? I think we went 1 and 2. Does that sound right? I have no idea. I don't remember. It's all a blur. I We, we, we probably didn't do well because I blocked traumatic experiences out of my brain. <laughs> what are you trying to say? 
I'm trying to tell you you got clapped, boy. <laughs> Why didn't Antonio carry harder? That's a good question. How dare you both? My backpack wasn't big enough. I do remember winning on Corky. That was fun. Well, that does tend to happen. Yeah, that sounds like it was an ARAM game. No, it was not. It was Summoner's Rift. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I, I think our friend Chim Chim likes playing a lot of normals as opposed to ARAMs. That's true. That's true. He likes ARAMs too, but at 95% kill participation. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> the the untrauma. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun game. 10, 1, and 9. Hell yeah. Ooh, are you checking the app live? <laughs> no, I literally just, um, it's coming back to me. As I unblock the trauma. He's just remembering. Oh my god, Ryan. As I watch Blabber slap fools <laughs> on Udi. And Zven's dead. Oh, you're a little ahead of me. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, spoiler, oh. your boy Sven's about to get fucked. <laughs> what, what time are you at? I'm at four minutes. What? Oh, I guess I'm behind you then. Whoa! Dave! 3.40, Damn, I'm half a minute ahead of you. All right. Wow, look at me, cool fucking QA guy. Have cool internet, dude. I'm I'm so technical. I can I can get the future. I can stream the future. <laughs> That's extremely good internet. I can stream the future. I've hacked the NASA. Um, Jensen's about <laughs> to get wrecked. Oh. <laughs> All right, calm down there, <laughs> James Webb. <laughs> I hacked NASA. Um, <laughs> you fucking sound. All right, uh, Dave, I know you guys, you and Ryan, are literally in the middle of watching PC League right now, so is there any cool things going on in PC League right now? Yeah, Sven's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Dave. That's very informational. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, they're coming, what is it, they're, I think they're, they're past the halfway point in the splits, right? Sure. Yeah, this is I'm pretty sure the, this is the first the second round of the, the second round, of the round robin. robin. Okay. Yeah. Uh SKT is still doing good. They've only got one loss. That's the team that went twenty oh in their last split in Korea. They lost. Can you talk about what the different legs of the splits are? Well, okay, so there's there's two splits a year, spring splits, summer split. A, a split consists of two round robins. So you go through a round robin and then you go through a round robin again. For all our tournamentally challenged uh, listeners, what is a round robin? A round robin is you play each other team once. Yep. And so since there are 10 teams a league, that means each uh, round robin consists of nine games for an 18-game season. Okay. And does the success of the first round robin affect anything of the second round robin, or does it just like... Yes, it's it's cumulative. Okay. Like, it doesn't change anything other than your overall record. Like... Your record is counted as the full 18 games, right? Yeah, your your record carries over, I think that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, summer split, uh, spring and summer split each culminate in a championship. Like, each round robin doesn't, like, there's no, yeah. like, ceremony between round robins. It's just, a, like, for first half of the season versus second half of the season. Okay, and then uh, is there like uh, what what happens if you win the split at the end of it? Like, what is the goal? Yeah, so so depending on where you place, you get a number of championship points, and whoever has the most championship points at the end of the year, depending on what region you're in, X number of teams get invited to Worlds. So for LCS, uh, which is North America's league, they get uh, three invites. LEC which is Europe, is getting four this year because some other region isn't able to go. Uh, LCK and L- LPL, which are uh, Korea and China, are each also getting four because of their previous exploits at Worlds. And by exploits, you mean successes, successes. not literal like, exploits. Yes. <laughs> they're, very, they're very nefarious there. But the difference is, um, I don't know if this is true elsewhere, but in North America, if you win Summer Split, uh, you get uh, you, you go to Worlds. Yeah, it's pr- true in all in all regions. I'm pretty sure the winner just uh, gets seated automatically. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you you auto go if you win summer split, and then the next two are based on championship points. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's structured such that your performance in the spring split still matters, um, even if you don't uh, like you can't just completely phone spring split in and just try hard in summer to make the world championship because you can earn 
enough world championship points in um in spring to to qualify even if you don't win summer anyway yeah that's pretty cool and so this is kind of like the placement rounds for like worlds or the bigger tournaments oh kind of yeah so uh, it's, it's, it's basically only worlds as far as bigger tournaments go i think the winners of spring split go to msi yes what's msi msi is the mid-season invitational it's like all-star break yeah so it, it's an invitational because the winners of each region are invited to play in this tournament uh, so it's a kind of cool mid-year break uh, where we get to see the best teams, theoretically the best teams in each region, the winners of each uh, split, uh, face off against each other for fame and prize money. It's a pretty fun event. So League Worlds happens in winter then? Yeah, it's in, it's in November. Late fall, yeah. Okay, so, but uh, towards the, I don't, that's not, is that the latter half of the year? I guess that technically is. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's, it's like late late October, early November. If I remember correctly, yeah, it takes place over a, like over four or five weeks at the end of the year. Yeah, it's really really long because there's a there's basically a, a play in section where the the two lower seated teams in a region and all the wild card regions play in this like bracketed section to get into the main draw, and then the top seated team in, from each region is is already in there. So it's single a limb into a single a limb. Yeah, it's not it's not single a limb. Oh, so yeah, the world championship is comprised of like twenty-four teams, right? And yep, of those twenty-four teams, like you have to uh, determine like how those teams are seated, right? And, like what groups they go in and stuff like that. And there's all sorts of rules that determine that. Uh, and there's <clears throat> for the rest of the teams that aren't the top seeds, they have a like a, a pre-play in tournament to decide like uh, who gets the rest of the spots and also like what order those spots are seated in. Yeah, and I believe eight of them move on to the main draw, and eight of them are already in, or is it is it four? I can't remember. I don't remember the exact the form the exact format at this point, but um, the main draw ends up being sixteen because there's four groups of four. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool fun event. So SKT has a forever spot. Got it. <laughs> well, actually, they didn't make it a few years ago, which was uh, they've not made it plenty of times. Yeah, but like every every time they have made, it, I think they haven't won it twice of the like five times they've gone. Yeah, Faker's like the has won it three times or something. Yeah, cool. But anyway, we'll talk more about the World Championship as it gets closer. Yeah, we're still halfway through the summer split. There's still plenty of re- like domestic play to to happen. All right. Well, we have two topics we want to cover today. The first is we want to finish going over 3.3 as it launched already at this point, but we want to finish covering the champion changes they made and then talk about in our past week of play experience with 3.3, how do these champions feel after their updates? And then after that is all completed, we're going to talk about the new spoilers from 3.3a, which went uh, live, I think, today, right? If I read that correctly. Let's see when this tweet happened. What went live today? Uh, July 22nd at 9 p.m. So yesterday at 9 p.m., uh, the 3.3a spoilers, the first look, was posted. Yeah, the patch is not live yet, right? No, 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 no. It's not live yet, but they showed the first look, which is kind of that like initial, like, oh, hey, here's what we're thinking about doing for this patch, just so that way they can kind of maybe get the early round of feedback from the player base. Uh-oh. Hello? Hi. Is everybody there? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was worried because I clicked on something else and then everybody went quiet. I'm like, uh-oh, there it is. I have officially killed the computer. No, I'm just trying to talk less. Well, how dare you? Just waiting for you, Mr. Podcast Man. Well, you know what, Emily? I'm glad you spoke up. Actually, <laughs> can you open the Wild Rift patch notes 3.3, the ones I shared in our group chat? And can you read us the changes from Aerie? Emily? What? Am I talking now? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> well, do you have the notes open? Yes, now I do. I was past... I, like, missed Ari for some reason. I was at Annie, and then I only scrolled down instead of scrolling up. So I was confused at first. Well, honestly, looking at it, you can probably you can probably do Annie. Annie's going to be a little easier to talk about. Ari has a lot that changed about her. Okay. So are we going to talk about all the champions? I think so. 
We're going to do it in a quick fashion, though. We'll just, okay. hey, this is what changed. Yep. There's going to be some that you can you can glaze over pretty quickly. I think Annie will be one of those, for example. She's a pretty quick change. But Aerie's getting reworked like she is in PC League, for example. And so now, like, her first ability, which is her Q, she sends the ball out and back. She gains a stack of essence theft whenever she hits an enemy with an ability, which stacks up to three times. And then once you hit those stacks, her next ability consumes all stacks to heal her for 40, 60, 80, or 100, which is based on the level of the ability, plus 20% of her ability power upon hitting an enemy champion. And then something new on this is whenever Aerie scores a champion takedown within three seconds of damaging them, she consumes their essence to heal herself for 80, 120, 160, 200, plus 40% of her ability power. Again, that's based on her level. Uh, Foxfire, which is her second ability where she sh- like kind of creates three circling balls of blue Foxfire around her. And then as she attacks like enemy champions, it'll attack them automatically uh, it just says they're improving the logic of the foxfire projectile so i assume that's just going to make it not like randomly attack minions when it should be attacking a champion you're trying to attack for her charm they're removing the enemies hit by charm take 20 percent more damage from Ares abilities for five seconds and i think that's a totally like great change because like generally speaking her charm is already going to be devastating enough even when she's by herself when she's with her allied team, like if you get charmed, you're probably already dead. There's no need to have that take 20% more damage from Ares abilities. And also it'll probably make her feel a little less bursty. And then her last ability, her ultimate with the three dashes, which are called spirit rush. It says during spirit rush, if Ari devours a champion's essence with the essence theft, Ari will extend spirit rushes recast duration up to 10 seconds and she gains an extra charge of Spirit Rush, and you can store up to three charges this way. And the initial duration is 12 seconds. So that's pretty good. It seems like they're making her a little less burst magey and maybe a little bit more kind of like, I don't want to say like vain where she can run enemies down, but like kind of in that idea where she's kind of a chaser slash assassin. Yeah, she's supposed to be an assassin. It's kind of interesting. And Big League, the way it works is you get three initial charges on your ult, and if you get a takedown, you get another one. Oh, that's pretty cool. So what, whether or not they um, you know, go into that and go that far with it, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's how it works. Oh, uh, that's that's not what I got from Antonio from what Antonio said. But yeah, I, I guess I'm, I, guess, I guess I could be wrong. It works exactly the same as the PC thing now. Oh, uh, okay. Then yeah, that champion's fucked. Yep. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, so basically, yeah, she, when she kills a, a chan- an enemy, or gets a takedown uh, on an enemy champion, um, she gets an extra charge of her ult, which is really good. Yes. Yeah, it's the way Akali used to work, and that shit was busted as well. Back when her ult was good. Yeah. Alright, Emily, you want to cover the change on Annie? Okay. Her movement speed is going from 335 to 330. Her armor per level is going from 4.7 to 3.9. And her armor at level 15 is going from 96 to 85. Um, And her disintegrate, her projectile speed is increased by 20%. And the explosion radius is increased by 0.25. So they're nerfing her overall durability, making her a little squishier. Which is interesting, because I thought Annie was already pretty squishy personally, but maybe they just, because of buffing Tibbers recently, they might be making her a little weaker to kind of compensate for that. And then they're just buffing her disintegrate ability, which seems fine. Like, I think Andy's on Annie, Andy, lol. Annie, I think, is a little bit underwhelming right now, so I think they could retool this champion and maybe make her just a little bit stronger, but I'm interested to see where these changes take her. Her W does make her a little bit tanky. You're also able to cast it on allies, at least in Big League, which is interesting. And if she casts it while Tibbers is up... That is interesting. Basically cast it on Tibbers, too. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Which is an important thing to know. Yeah. No wonder I've always felt like Annie's burst me down at a certain point in the game. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's Annie's Annie Annie's whole shtick, right? But I mean that 
they changed that about Annie. Not, I guess it was, it was probably longer than I think ago. Than it, what longer than I think ago than it was. That, those are words. That's a sentence. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was probably longer ago than I think it was. Like I, I've gotten, I've gotten Annie in in Arams, and I'm like trying to. You used to just click W, and it would happen to you. But I was like clicking W, and nothing was happening. It's because my my cursor was over on the screen somewhere else where it wasn't on me or an ally. And I'm like, why isn't this? Oh, it's targeted now. I have to mm. hover on myself for it. Gotcha. Okay. I think Annie will probably continue to be like just fine or whatever, and that's about it. Yeah, one of her one of her big biggest strengths, other than just the CC, is she has the second longest attack range in the game. Really? Base attack range behind Caitlyn. So it goes Caitlyn then Annie, huh? Yeah, that's interesting. It's only twenty five uh, units shorter. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Emily, you want to cover Diana next too? That's a pretty easy change. Um, the base damage for Lunar Rush um is going down. Yeah, that's it. It's going down by 10 at every level, and that's her Q. So her Q is just going to be a little less powerful. And they said that her damage of her dash was just a little bit too oppressive in higher levels of play. So now they're going to make it a little less oppressive. All right, Emily, talk about Dr. Mundo, too. Oh my gosh, I'm doing so much talking. (laughs) His maximum dosage, the initial heal... Heals 20% of his missing health. Um, I'm confused by what this is saying. So this is his ultimate. And so when he clicks his ultimate, what this is saying is it's going to increase his base health by 15, 20, and 25% of his missing health. So not only is it going to start healing him very aggressively so he gains a lot of life, it's also going to, while the ultimate is active, increase his base health overall as well, making him tankier. Is that not quite right? No, they're removing the initial heal, and instead of healing him, he's just getting more health. It just gives him more health. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So instead of a heal, it's just, here's more health. Ta-da! That's a very important important distinction. Yeah, so that way it doesn't take any time for him to get the extra health. He just gets it. It also isn't affected by Grievous Wounds. Yeah. (laughs) And also, it, 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 it specifically increases his base health, which means anything that affects his base base health is also going to get multiple like affected as well so like if you get a sunfire aegis it'll increase his base health yeah i I think his spells are do damage based off of his base health also like his q does i'm pretty sure yeah i don't know exactly how mundo works at this point in time but anything that scales off his base health will also benefit from this change or or hurt him Uh, or hurt him yes this is his spells cost health to use Yep, but no, it's a pretty interesting change. Yeah, I was going to say, I think while Mundo has been struggling in the jungle, he's a pretty good Baron laner right now, and so this probably only makes him an even stronger Baron laner. Not like by a lot, but by a little. Except definitely increases, and it certainly helps his ability to team fight. Yeah, I mean, I, and the nice thing about these changes is that they also provide a little blurb as to like, what their thought process was, and they made anti-heal items better recently. Uh, well, no, they didn't do that. Sorry. What I'm saying is uh, they're changing it so that he's not hard countered by the anti-heal items in, in Baron Lane. So he should have a better time up there if, if like someone rushes like an executioner's calling on you or something, which kind of just ruins his day. <laughs> yeah, no. Shouldn't a champion like have a weakness, though? No. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. The weakness is he's unplayable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it still counters his passive. Right, but I think his ultimate is is fine to be a little stronger. I don't know. It's like a quality of life buff in a, or not a quality, um, what's the word? Compensation buff in like a really weird way. Yeah, I definitely have weird feel. I feeling I feel weird about changes that aren't necessarily intuitive. Right, like you see, yeah, the health bar go up and you assume it's a heal, right? But like instead, it's not a heal. It's a you just generate more health out of nowhere, right? I think if it plays fine, it probably will turn out okay, but I don't know. It's just unintuitive changes like that. I always, you know, they're professionals, but it's weird to me. Ryan. Hi. Ryan. Hi. Hello. Hi. 
Why don't you talk about the Galio change? All right, cool. Um, so they're buffing Galio's health per level from uh, 125 to 135, uh, and his health at max level is uh, subsequently increased from 20, 2,320 to 2,460. And his movement speed uh, reduction when charging his um, his taunt has been reduced from 25% to 15%. Um, ultimately, these are making it easier for Galio to kind of do his job and fill his role on the team as an engager. He's a little beefier to, to make sure that he can get his taunt off. And he moves faster while taunting making it easier to get that taunt off. I think it's solid changes. I think Galio's an awesome champion, and this should help him be played a little more. Yeah, I think so as well. I think one of the things he's been struggling from recently is that Galio's really matchup dependent. Like, he's really good against AP, but maybe not so much against AD. And so this might help him just be a little more okay in just a generalized field, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, did I crash? Oh, okay, no. Hi, Dave. I'm picking my nose. Let me alone. No, you're fine. You're allowed to pick your nose. Me too. You can't tell, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dave, are you on the notes or no? No. Dave is not on the notes. All right. So, Jax. Jax is our next adjustment. So, Jax is getting a lot of changes. Literally, whole kit being reworked. So, his base stats, his attack damage is going up from 58 to 64. His Relentless Assault, his Q, is no longer effective on monsters. It now maxes at five stacks, one stack per hit, and no doubling on minions slash champions. That's not his Q, that's his passive. That's his passive? Oh, that's his passive. Alright, so his passive doesn't work on monsters. His passive now maxes at five stacks instead of four, I think it was, right? No, it was, it was a lot higher. It was more? Oh, so this is a buff then. It was like eight or something. Hmm. Okay, so it's now now maximum five stacks, one stack per hit, but you can't double on minions or champions. And then per stack, it was 2.5, 4.5, 6.5, 5, 6 5, and 8.5%. And now the lowest is five, and the top is 19%. So the stacks are going to do more, and there's less stacks to need to get for his passive. Yeah, His leap strike is being buffed by 10 at every level. His next ability, which is Empower, uh, its base damage is being buffed by 10 at every level. There's so many of these. And his Counter-Strike cooldown is being uh, reduced by 1.5 seconds. per Or 1.5 seconds, 1 second, 0.5 seconds, and then it's the same on the last ability. So everything but his ult got touched. <laughs> so these... So, um... <laughs> I know Dave has feelings, but I, I just got, like... I have feelings about something else. Okay. This is going to make Jax an absolute fucking terror in the solo lane. Uh, he's useless in the jungle now because he just his passive doesn't stack on hitting jungle monsters anymore. Um, but <laughs> ban Jax in your games, guys. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just wrong, but like these buffs are insane. I know a lot of people were saying that Jax in the jungle is kind of being like pushed out heavily based on some of the changes they were making recently. These changes, yeah. But this does make him seem like he's going to be a very strong Baron laner. Like, this is a really good... Uh, and by good, I don't mean good for the game. I mean good for Jax. This is a very good adjustment to this character. Like you said, they buffed his passive, and I said no. And I said it, that the reason I'm saying no is because they completely neutered it against the in the jungle, right? But in lane, it's a huge buff, right? It's a lot easier to reach max stacks, and when you do, it's a lot more effective, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, jacks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the next champion's Jin. Jin. His dancing grenade, his first ability, is getting buffed. And his root is also getting buffed. The root duration is getting increased at all ranks uh, slightly. This is cool. Jin <laughs> is a cool champion, and hopefully this helps him see more play. He's kind of uh, like a niche utility AD carry. So hopefully increasing the root duration increases people's incentive to want to play him. I think Jin's a really good ADC into any team that wants to do a lot of grouping because he really gets to prey on a 
bunch of any cha- enemy champions being together. Like as as far as my play experience goes with Jin recently, I've been having a really good time playing him. I like Jin a lot, so I plan on playing him more, and I'm really excited to see these buffs. But in my experience, Jin is really good with a bunch of people that want to group together because then you get to take advantage of things like your dancing grenade. You get to take advantage of things like your alt. So I thought I played Zaya. Oh, oh, yeah. Zaya is very good into a bunch of champions that want a group. There's no doubt about that there. Let me throw all my feathers, bring them back in, and root you all so my team can just eat you alive. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, let me go invulnerable while I do it. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next one. Karma. So Karma's inner flame is being buffed, and I'm not sure which ability that is of hers, but I think that might be her Q. Inner, yeah, inner flame's her Q. And then Spire is her her W, right? Her second ability? Yeah, her, her shield. Her shield is her third ability, I thought. I thought the, the, the root was the second ability. I thought the root was her E. Oh, I could be wrong. It's the shield. The shield being buffed. It's called Inspire. Regardless of whether it's her second or third ability, wherever it is, Inspire is being buffed. Furious Googling. Her, her shields are E. And so that's pretty cool. Or no, no, I lied. <laughs> yeah, Carmen's getting nerfed, dude. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Being nerfed. Math is hard. Yeah, Karma's getting nerfed. Oof. The numbers went down. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the numbers went up. Wrong again, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean the numbers are going up? Mana costs are going up. Yeah, like, her mana cost is going up. Oh, on her... Sorry. Okay. So both abilities are getting nerfed. Yeah. Oh, I see. Alright, so Karma. Changes with this champion. Her mana cost for her first ability are going up, so it's going to be slightly nerfed there. By 20%. Yep. Which I know we didn't want to say uh, numbers, but that's pretty significant. That's a shit ton. No, but I remember we've had a talk about this po- on this podcast about like using percentages to rationalize buffs. Twenty percent's a lot. <laughs> and then on her shield, her shield effectiveness is going down at basically every level. Just her shield is just going to be worse overall at every rank. Yeah, I think this nerf is well warranted. Karma, from what I'm hearing with other players at higher ELOs, she's really good in players that know how to play her. Like, just in the hands of somebody who knows how to abuse her abilities, she will just maneuver your team however she feels. She's very impressive. So, yeah, I agree. Next champion. Leona. Yeah. These these buffs are awesome. So, essentially, they're increasing the range of both her her third ability, the Zenith Blade, and also her ultimate. uh, Which means she'll just be able to start skirmishes and fights from longer away. Further away. I can English. That's awesome. More plays from Leona. That's cool. (laughs) The shooting sword lady is one of my favorites, although she really just doesn't do anything. What? Unless she's paired with somebody who does something. (laughs) Support is so easy, dude. Like, (laughs) when you're playing Leona. All you just gotta do is walk up and hit them. Oh! I forgot to tell you, somebody in our uh, podcast was like, I don't know if I agree with our podcast host saying mid is the easiest position. Mid is by (laughs) far the easiest position. (laughs) That's really not close. Well, you heard it here first, Charlie. You heard it here first. It's by far the easiest position. It's not like, oh man, like bring them on. I'll I'll be happy to talk about it. (laughs) to fisticuffs <laughs> no not even just just a just a, a white glove <laughs> <Thwack. laughs> i do i do like these changes to leona i think leona supports can be really really good and really really fucking annoying <laughs> actually and uh the amount of times her sword has been just sort of hitting me i'm actually really scared of this range <laughs> increase so now i gotta be even farther away from leona's when i see them so i'm really confused about these next these next changes for this next champion for Lux? So, like, I understand the changes, but I don't understand the rationale. So, they're, basically, they're buffing her shield because they don't, they're they sad that she's not played it as much in support. Um, so, they want to play less in mid and more in support. So, they're buffing her shield by increasing the base it shields you for and also the AP ratio on it. If they want 
you to play her more in support, they should have buffed the base even more and nerfed the ratio. <laughs> because increasing the ratio also increases the shield that you get from building her mid. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, there's well, there's no there's no support items, right? So like, support Lux in Wild Rift is just going to build AP items, yeah. Yeah. Sure, but that makes even more sense to to gut the ratio and make it all more based on the base damages, right? Well, then then the ability just sucks. Yeah. All I want to say is that I think if they want to make Lux a better support champion, they should take her E, her third ability. Yeah. And they should. Uh, they should give it, like, you know how Singed has his little circle that he throws out and it slows you? I think they should add a, sl- a slow effect on that ability. It has a slow. Does a slow? It does slow you? No, like, it, it, it's not as effective as I think it could be, though. It's like a slight slow. I think it could be like a new, new level slow. Like, it could make him, like, slow. Uh, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're not talking about making Lux better. Sorry, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Also, she... anyone that wants to come on and tell me I'm an idiot about like what I think about how they should balance the stability, like you're an idiot <laughs> that already isn't on the podcast. Uh, feel free; I'm always down to learn something new. <laughs> um, but, dude, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> Luxie already slows a pretty decent amount. <laughs> All right, maybe I, I I could be crazy. Also, Singe's Singe's thing more specifically grounds you, which is a fucked up ability. Yeah. Means you can't what? Dash tell or anything. Me. So, so, so grounding grounding means you cannot use movement abilities, which includes flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't flash out of, out of the patch. That's rude. Also, if he throws you in it, you do get rooted. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, oh. Yeah, if he if he then flips you into, you get rooted. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's so messed up when he does that. It feels so bad. It's like, God damn it, you threw me on the spot. <laughs> All right, next champ. Let's go. Nautilus. So, Nautilus isn't quite doing as well as they would like. So, they're going to make some changes to his dredge line, which is Hang his... on. Oh. Hang on. I got I got I got I got to share some information with you. Lux E is nearly as effective and slowing as as new new ultimate. So, Lux E when it max rank slows for 40 slows by 45% and new new ultimate slows by 50%. What's the early one? Uh, thirty. It starts at thirty percent. All right, I guess that's fine. I am wrong. I'll live with that, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luxie is awesome, dude. <laughs> that's fair. Now I start to understand why more people build it as their first thing. It's also the ability you max on her. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you max that ability first, not the Q. Yeah. 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 All the Q does is increase the damage and the mana cost. Do you go E W Q on Lux? E E Q W. E Q W. Interesting. Okay. I mean, you could go E W Q. I mean, I think that's valid as well. That's probably the support, the better way to do it as a support, because then you can get bigger shields. No, it depends. Honestly, based on these 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 round of buffs, I think it's just I think it's just as legitimate. All all max and Q does is increase the mana cost and damage, and like that, you're not casting the Q for damage a lot of the time. Something I've been noticing more and more as I play and, like, look into builds and build pathways and leveling pathways and kind of, like, how this game is played, in most cases, you're going to probably upgrade your CC's abilities last. Most things that you're looking to upgrade on a lot of characters are going to be whatever's putting out the most damage or most effective abilities for you, which is interesting. Oh, my God. So, I gotta... I gotta... I love our community, by the way. I got, I just got like, if you go onto the uh, Lux Wild Rift uh, wiki page, the fandom page. Yep. Uh, you can see comments that people leave, and some freaking thirsty motherfuckers. No, oh, no. Stan her and Lux is a queen. Damn, guys, it's a fictional character. I believe this is where we make the comment "touch some grass." Oh, I was literally about to say "touch some goddamn grass." <laughs> <laughs> well you heard it here first grass is good for you and you should check it out anyway nautilus is being buffed in the jungle uh and also in general so his q is being beefy beefed up it's being beefed up against units so it's easy, it's going to be easier to hit them and getting skinnier against walls 
so you'll hit less walls and more units um, if they're close together, I guess. Love that. Yep. And then his W, I want to say, the second ability, his little shield, uh, the damage it does to monsters being increased, which is really cool. It helps with jungle clear, and I still don't think it's going to put Nautilus in the jungle, but it's cool that they're thinking about it. Yeah, agree. I think that uh, Nautilus is a really cool champion, and you should check him out if you haven't yet, because one of the coolest things you can do in this game is put your fucking axe into a wall and just dive to it. <laughs> it's so cool to be able to chase champions down that way. Like, oh, I missed you, but I hit the wall next to you. <laughs> You're Spooderman. <laughs> um, all right, next champion is Nasus. He's getting nerfed. A.K.A. Susan. Susan. His, uh, his first ability, Cyphering Strike, is getting nerfed. Its cooldown is being increased at early ranks. Uh, same at max rank. So it's just kind of nerfing his early game, uh, making it a little harder to stack those um, stack those stacks. <laughs> Which sucks, because I like Nasus, and I liked him in his kind of like beefier spot. Nasus should be weak in the early <laughs> I'm mad, but I want him to be good. <laughs> he is good. You just need to work a little harder. <laughs> In the early game. I think something that's cool about this is they've learned how to adjust their hyper carries a little bit. Because let's be honest, the failure of Kaleer was like, ugh. Like, they nerfed Kale into the ground. But mostly because she started off really, really busted. So, like, I kind of get it. I mean, Kale's still busted. I don't think so. Kale is still busted. I really don't mind Kale where she's at right now. If anything, I think maybe she could use a slight buff. That's because everyone's bad at Wild Rift. And with that, the secret was out. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Pike, our good friend Pike. What do you fucking mean, Riot? So their explanation, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, is Pike hasn't been the best at hunting down targets on his list. In what fucking universe? I don't know, dude. In what universe has that been true? But anyways, they're giving him some more damage. So his base stats, his attack damage per level, is going up from 1.7 to 2.65. We're not doing numbers. I'm just doing the basic stats. The bone skewer is getting adjusted upwards, and the phantom undertow, which is his little like CC thing that he does, uh, is also getting buffed as well. And the armor penetration ratio for stun duration. So the more armor penetration you have, the longer it stuns now. Pretty cool. But, like, what the heck? Like, Pike has been absolutely... I don't want to say dominating, but he's been crushing not only the ARAMs that we've been playing, but I've run into some really messed up pikes in ranked and PvP as well. Like, this champion is very, very strong, but I don't know. ARAMs is a very different animal for this type of champion. Like, you just, you can't get away from this kind of champion in ARAM. Yeah, you're right. Is the thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's so hard to dodge their shit. And it, at least in, in my experience, when people play champions like this, they're usually like one tricks. So they're going to be good at it. Okay, that's fair. But God, it's so annoying. He's he's a frustrating champ to deal with. But ultimately, I think they'll adjust this champion in the right way soon. But I'm not sure if I agree with buffing Pike that much. He's a snowball champion. So I, I think this is the type of champion that it's very important where, that you have to plan your game around it. So when somebody picks this kind of champion, like, you know that they have to snowball the lane that they're in to be relevant. So, like, you as a jungler should be hard camping this lane. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. That way you can kind of prey on the squishies. Uh, you just need to make sure they don't get ahead. That makes sense. Don't let them snowball. Their jungler should also be bot trying to snowball them. All right. Let's move on to the next champion, who's Ribbon. So Riven, her base stats are being adjusted upwards on her health and health regeneration, but her Valor, which is her Q, I believe, is... Or no, Valor's the shield. No, shield. Yep, so the shield is being decreased, so... I really wish they would just put, like, a what? Like, the number. <laughs> like... Not it. Yeah, something. Nah. Just memorize every champion and all of their abilities. Just do it. Okay. I mean... Challenge complete. <laughs> Challenge not accepted. All right, set. Oh, okay. To be fair, to be fair, I need the min. I need the the ability icons. I can't. I I don't think I'd be able to do it by name alone. Boo. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Boo. Get good. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Anyways, moving on to our favorite king of the ring, we got Set. And Set's Haymaker uh, is being adjusted upwards. It's being buffed. And Face Breaker cooldown is being decreased. So that's also buffed as well. Which is also buff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like Set. Uh, he's a little busted, but I don't necessarily hate these changes because I play Set. So, cool. But definitely ban Set if you're looking for a champion to ban in top lane. So, these next changes, Shivana. Shivana. They're reworking her a little bit. Ooh. They are completely changing her passive, which before she got bonuses based on killing dragons, I think. Mm-hmm. So, she was really strongly incentivized to secure those objectives. But now, with that elemental rift coming in, they replaced, they're taking the opportunity to give her a new passive. And now, she just gets uh, a bunch of stacks for killing units uh when she kills monsters when she kills champions and epic monsters uh specifically large monsters i should specify uh she gets stacks of draconic bloodline and then for every hundred stacks she gets her abilities upgraded in order so a hundred uh means her first ability is um upgraded and 400 means she finally gets her ultimate upgraded and the upgrades are the same as they were before uh but now they are fairly deterministic as opposed to you being a you missing out on them because you couldn't get dragons or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's really cool. Kind of re-cements her as like a really power farming uh, oriented jungler because she wants to get those upgrades as soon as possible because they're really impactful on the game. Bruh, if your Shivana gets 400 stacks and upgrades her ultimate, just get out of that game, FF. <laughs> get out of there. Like, nobody wants to see what a full stack Shivana looks like, enemy or ally, so just, like, just get out of there, bro. Don't let it happen. <laughs> if they've taken four dragons, Baron, and killed your champs a bunch of times, just, just, it's over. It's okay. The dragon has eaten you. You're you're allowed to go home. Singed? Alright, who wants to take, yeah, who wants to take next, uh, Dave or Emily? Who wants to take next champion? Emily's got this. Um, Singed base health is going down and his insanity potion duration is going from 25 seconds to 18 seconds. Nerf! Which is good. I think Singed was doing good. Insanity potion is his, uh, is his ultimate, by the way. Mm. Yep. It is, yes. Fle- Dave flexing that knowledge. I find his ultimate kind of underwhelming anyway, so I don't think that'll really change how effective his ultimate is, because like, usually I'm using it for like six seconds, and then I can't use it anymore. His ultimate is so stupid. His ultimate is insane. <laughs> yeah, it just basically like gives him a bunch of extra fucking stats, right? Yeah. It's like Vayne ultimate, but better. <laughs> yes, a ridiculous amount of stats. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Let's see, he gets... Bonus ability, power, armor, magic resist, movement speed, health regen, and man regen. That's so many different things. Also, during this time, his Q applies 25% Grievous Punish. Those are all pretty good. It gets He gets seven stats. Pretty good. It's pretty good. That's a lot. That pretty is good. a lot. They have reworked Timo slightly. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Captain Timo reporting for duty. They've duty. increased the range of his. Oh my god. Of his. <laughs> <laughs> increased the range of his blinding dart, which is his first ability, and also uh, buffed his guerrilla warfare, which I genuinely don't know his which passive. ability that is of his. His passive. His uh, the channel time from one second to half second, uh, the cooldown has been increased slightly. That can't be his passive. It costs mana. It's passive. Uh, well, the mana increase of his passive, I guess, is being increased from 40 to 60. Um, and <laughs> okay, I guess it's W. <laughs> um, and then they reworked his trap. His trap is kind of what got reworked. The explosion radius is being reduced slightly. And now he places a mushroom trap that detonates when an enemy steps on it, dealing a bunch of damage and slowing them for, for a lot over time. This ability no longer creates a puddle. Wait. What? This is some bullshit. In big league, it is his passive. Yeah, the champions are slightly different. I got duped. Yeah, haha, <laughs> nerd. Like kind of how uh, in um, Wild Rift, uh, Vayne's W, her second ability, it has an active that increases her attack speed for a few seconds. Whereas in PC League, it's just passive. It's just the the silver bolts. 
anyway, so they're changing his trap so that uh, they do more damage initially. Wait, let's see. With this rework, Teemo's Noxious Traps no longer leave behind opposers puddle after they explode, but will instead apply damage over time to the target that steps on it, regardless of the target's position after triggering the trap. We're also increasing the range of blend. Okay, so essentially, oh wow, that's pretty cool. So you can't avoid the damage of Teemo's Mushrooms by leaving the puddle anymore. So that should increase Teemo's power a fair amount. Yeah, I think Teemo has, generally speaking, been very underwhelming, and so he's very badly needed a rework so he could actually like be effective and i think that these will make him more annoying and therefore more effective so i guess um ad twisted fate has been terrorizing the cues uh because <laughs> they're nerfing uh his attack damage per level uh and also the attack speed that he gets from activating his third ability and also increasing, slightly increasing the AP ratio from his first ability. So they're nerfing his AD potential and increasing his AP potential, I guess. Twisted Fate is still really strong. You should play him if you're good at picking a card. For the next champion, we have Varus. Uh, so this is an interesting thing. Did we skip TF? No. No, I just talked about him. No, he, he just talked about TF. I literally just talked about him. I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about Teemo still. Yeah, TF's cool. Anyways, Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where's that? So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I would love Dave to maybe ex, uh, put some extra wrinkles in my brain and help me understand how these changes do what they say they do. So they say ca- caster builds have been dominant on Varus's, uh, on Varus for pretty much all Wild Rift's lifetime. Uh, and attack-based builds have been weaker. So they're making some adjustments to bridge the gap between the two. And so to bridge the gap between caster-based builds, uh, where you kind of like stack lethality and spam arrows, right, versus attack-based builds where you build attack speed and on hit, on hit and, and, you know, kind of rely on, on uh, the synergy with your passive and, and stacking Blighted Quiver very quickly. So they're reducing the cooldown of Piercing Arrow at all levels. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. They're reducing the cooldown of Piercing Arrow in the early game and increasing it at, at uh, max rank. So it goes from... Weird. Yeah. So the cooldown, I guess, is just more consistent. Um, and then they're increasing the passive on-hit damage for Blighted Quiver, both passively and after you use it. So, oh, I guess, never mind. That does make sense to me. Yeah, they're trying to get you away from max and Q. Yeah, um, which you still do, but I really like the, uh, the Blighted Quiver changes. I- I don't know. I, I I could see a world where you wouldn't max Q. And could start maxing Blighted Quiver instead. Yeah, like like this Q this cooldown early is ridiculous, and it always it always really has been. Yeah, I mean, but they I mean they buffed the early cooldown on it, so. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's it's still fifteen seconds early, and it doesn't really get that much better. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I like on hit bear, so I, I'm going to try maxing Blighted Quiver and see how that goes. Like yeah, like it like. An extra an extra four damage per auto is a lot. Yeah, I definitely think you max you uh, level up Q first, but I think you might max Blighted Quiver first. Now, I'd rather level E first. Yeah, that's usually what people do. Hail mm-hmm. of arrows, yeah. Rain rain of arrows. Yeah, that that one's really good because it uh, applies grievous wounds, which I found out recently. Next, all right, next champion. Vigar. So, after recent buffs, it turns out we made him too evil, our good friend Vigar. So, they're just nerfing him a little bit at some of his base stats, which I think is fine. He's still going to be able to get stacks and fucking melt you, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little a little squishier, so... Uh, he's just a little shit. <laughs> I mean, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, he has the most powerful AoE ability, uh, CC ability in the game, so it's fine if he's a little squishier, I think. Second most? I thought Morgana had the most technically. This is bigger. I'd say Cage is better. Yeah. The well, okay, better. Agree. Longest. I said best. Longest is Morgana. Second, second longest is Vigar. But yes, I agree. The best is probably Vigar. Yeah. The longest is Philosophics. The Philosophics is in Wadrift, so not too fucking bad. Yep. No, but that's that's a good point for PC League. Is that Fiddlesticks is longest? I can't wait for Fiddlesticks and Wild Rift. I think it was, it was, I guess Q was three, it was three seconds. They might have 
listeners, but yeah, it's it, it's two and a quarter now. So next champion's Wukong. Wukong. Uh, Wukong. They buffed his uh, clone uh, to match it how it works in PC, uh, so that it can dash over small walls now. And it made him broken. Love that. Yeah, it, him dashing over walls is very, very good. Um, I don't think it's broken in Wild Rift personally, but I do think it definitely makes him 100% more viable. I've been seeing more Wukongs in my games recently, and I like it because Wukong's a good champ and deserves to be played. Wukong's awesome. Yep. It also made him a, it made him a jungler, too. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, Zin Zhao is getting slightly nerfed because Zin Zhao is awesome <coughs> and fucks yep. people up. They are nerfing the cooldown on his three talent strike by one second at all ranks, which is deserved because that champion is fucking awesome. <laughs> yep. I am not able to kill people or fuck people up on Zin Zhao. I am, however, susceptible to being <laughs> fucked up by Zin Zhao's in my experience. So definitely think uh, he's a good champ. Antonio is your Zin Zhao versus the Zin Zhao. You know, you're, you're not yes, to that she tells you not to worry about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. We're done with all the 3.3 champ adjustments. I think we're cracking a cold one for the boys. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think all of these champions that have been, have been adjusted, I don't think any single one of them is like overpowered. I think Ryan brought up the main one that's like potentially busted, which is Jax. <laughs> um, besides that, I actually like a lot of these adjustments for these champions, and I hope that it brings them uh, some more playtime. We play some Jax tonight. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of adjustment patches, right? Call me Captain Chaos if you want, but like I, I love changes um, because it it forces people to just adapt instead of you know following uh, whatever build guide they find and you know not opening a shop. <laughs> imagine imagine not opening the goddamn shop can you imagine not knowing how to play this game and playing it anyways can you but i mean pc league has what like 200 champions or something and we have what like 90 140 or whatever yeah so it's it's cool that they're adjusting the champions to help keep the, the meta not stale i know we went through a long period of time last week last year with, with very little balance changes and it was kind of boring so big fan of these kind of adjustment patches people were upset yeah 159 yeah that's crazy well we're actually 160 now with nyla this is nyla are we signing off i think we can sign off now i think we've covered what we want to cover does anybody have anything else that they are dying oh hold on emily what did you hate about 3.3 well i didn't appreciate the new look of things Mostly just because I wasn't expecting it, and... The aesthetics were terrible. Like, overall, I'm not fully mad. I just didn't <laughs> like... I didn't like how I didn't know where things were because I didn't know they were going to be changing. That's fair. So, I didn't like how I needed to then refigure out everything. Like, where team boosts and stuff were... Do you wish that Riot had put out, like, sort of, like, maybe a walkthrough or whatever of, like, welcome back to the game. Here's some changes. Maybe not, like, a walkthrough, but, like, like there have been updates in the past, but they didn't, like, change, like, where team boosts were, where I could, like, click on them or, like... Very important. How to do, like, new poses. I do like that now you can see... Especially for, like, ARAM, I don't play a lot of the characters I end up getting most of the time. So it's nice. I can kind of click where team boosts were and see their the characters' abilities. I do like that. I just don't like how I didn't know that, cha- like, those changes were coming. So I was confused. <laughs> that is a very sick quality of life update. Yes, it is. Is that you can see the champion's abilities in the lobby now. Yeah, I I do like it. I just didn't. And I also don't understand and I don't like how they changed the name of Team Boost. But then when you click to use a Team Boost, it's technically like Victory Boost or whatever. But then like your character, you know, like says something and it says Team Boost. And I'm like, it needs to be, what's the word? Consistent. Yes. I didn't like that. 
Is that all of it? That's been our new uh, segment, Emily's Grapes. <laughs> oh, man. What really grinds your gears, Emily? <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that like a 60 Minutes like special or whatever? It's the last minute. Family guy. <laughs> Family guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> man. What an awesome. Anyways, all right. Y'all, thank you so much for chatting about 3.3 with me. I appreciated all of your insights. Emily, thank you so much for giving us all that extra dialogue today. Loved having you chat more. And Dave Wait, and I Ryan. have one more thing I didn't like. Oh, <laughs> what didn't you like? Lay it on us. <laughs> the profile likes and how I get notifications every single time. It's frustrating to me. Okay. You don't like, you don't like knowing that players like playing with you? <laughs> I, I, I thought about this a little more. And, like, one thing I always wanted to know is, like, okay, like, one person out of the last team liked me. Like, who the fuck was it? Like, of these four assholes, like, which one really liked me? And uh, now I can with this new profile-like thing. So that was one positive that I saw. Now, every time I, I, I uh, rage quit a, uh, a post-game lobby, you can know that I, I skipped liking everyone. Yeah, I'll know if you didn't like me, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. The unflappable Tronco. The unflappable. Unflappable, indeed. Indomitable. You have no idea the amount of cheese dust that Chunko has. The the copious amounts of mental fortitude exhibited by Chunko. To me, it doesn't matter who likes me and who doesn't. You hear that? She doesn't care. That's good. To me, like... If you like me, go for it. If you don't, don't. Like, like what? You? I don't. I don't need to know. I don't need notifications to just oh. get rid of afterwards. <laughs> oh, you meant in the game? I thought we were talking about like just life lessons. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, damn, Emily's just going fucking aggro. All right, spitting bars. <laughs> you don't like me? Fuck you. All right. You know what though? That's good. <laughs> no, in the game. In the game. <laughs> no in the game in the game like if you like me after the game like whatever like do it if you don't don't but yeah i don't like you don't need to know about it no i don't need to know about it and now i just have to waste time getting rid of the notification (laughs) all right anyway i'm signing off (laughs) this has been a great episode guys today i learned emily hates friendship I don't need to know if you like me. (laughs) Heard. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, All right, we're going to do one goodbye, and we're going to do it right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. We care, to to be clear, we like, we care if you like the podcast. We do care if you like, (laughs) we do. We care if you like the podcast. We don't care if you don't like our gameplay. We don't care if you think that jungle's feeding, and that's fine. We also don't care if you think Vid's not the easiest role, because it absolutely is by far. (laughs) Oh my god. Alright. Good night, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we hope to chat with you again soon. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.